All right, guys, welcome back to the Business Shift podcast. Today, I am bringing on Simran. Let's meet Simran. She is the founder of the 21-Day Challenge to Boost Your Business. It's a transform, uh, transformational program which has helped 200-plus freelancers convert freelancing into a real-time business with consistent growth every month. Her biggest pride is her clients who have made 100K plus in sales using her frameworks. She is the founder and CEO of ScaleWithSimron.com mentoring platform. She is known for helping freelancers, coaches, consultants scale their business by helping them build sales systems into their business, which helps them convert strangers into clients, into absolute fans of their business, which I'm super excited to dive more into that. Um, before all this started, Simran was a marketing employee turned into a high paying freelancer, enjoying time and travel freedom, turned into a six figure mentor and impacted lives of over a thousand plus freelancers, coaches, and consultants. Her mission is to impact 1 million digital entrepreneurs over the next decade to turn their service providing into a real time business with consistent growth whilst enjoying financial and time freedom. So before I bring her on, let's cue that intro. Welcome to The Business Shift, the podcast for online entrepreneurs who are focused on making the shift to business owners. We talk about what it takes to build and grow a thriving digital empire and the transition required as you grow. This is a shift I chose to make in my own business, your client success, and one you'll want to consider making as you grow from solopreneur to business owner. Please share and enjoy. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me here, Alana. How are you doing? I'm doing so great. It's so awesome to have you on. Um, let's just get right into it. I would love to know a little bit more about your business, what it's about, and why you decided to start it. So basically, I'm a business growth coach. I help solopreneurs or online entrepreneurs to convert their solopreneurship or service providing into a real-time sustainable business that gives them consistent revenue growth every month. So this is that. basically what I do. Why I started because myself before I was working as a freelancer, as a solopreneur, and I used to face those same challenges. So inconsistency was one of them. Uh, being directionless was one of them. Waking up with the thought of what needs to be done today was the craziest thought, right? So I wanted to avoid all of these challenges in my life when I was starting out. And I figured when I did that, it was a transformational journey for me. The business turned out to be so good that I wanted this thing to happen for every other solopreneur or service provider out there in the online market. So that's how I started with business coaching. And I started teaching them how exactly they could cut off this phase and they could really build up sustainable business out of it. That's awesome. Okay, so you you mentioned that you started as a freelancer, right? And now you're you're a coach with six figure plus client results. So what was required of you to make that shift from being just solopreneur to now you're a coach, you're helping people achieve insane results? What was that shift like? I think the first and foremost shift that is required is the mindset shift. Yes, you have to think like you are able to achieve something good. You have to think that whatever you are doing is good, but then you always can do better. Other than that, you really need to understand what is wrong with the market right now. Yes, what is the problem going on? What is the bottleneck people are facing these days? And if you are able to understand that problem, all you need is a good clarity, direction and energy to complete the things. That's it. It's that easy. But 
if you're not being clear on the things what needs to be done again you're going to stuck in the phase of not doing anything and waking up with the thought of what needs to be done right okay so i'm curious as to what your thoughts are between the difference of a solopreneur and a business owner because essentially that's the whole topic of this podcast is okay is there a difference between being a solopreneur a business owner um do you think there is a difference and if so what is that difference uh solopreneurs are basically i would say people who are exchanging their time with money mm-hmm. so if they are working for four hours they are earning for four hours yes if they are going on a vacation there is no earning for that matter right they are spending time as much as they want to earn that's it but a business owner so solopreneurs are basically a short term thinking people so they want to earn till one month maybe one month goal two month goal or whatever like that but a business owner thinks of at least 2 to 3 years apart i would say minimum yeah so a business owner would think of building something sustainable so that even when they are on vacation even when they are spending time with the family the business should run even when they cannot be the participant of that business for some reason their business should run smoothly the business should do all the all of those things that were required to do so they are more of a long term people they are more of building systems building things into the business that would work for them and solopreneurs are basically doing things and getting money that is the basic difference i would say oh i love that the way that you broke that down that's super clear to me and so did you start your company um as a solopreneur and then if so how have you made that transition to business owner yes i started myself as a freelancer as a solopreneur i used to build funnels for people and uh, i used to help them with email marketing and all that yeah so i realized after a while when i was i did that for 2 years yeah and in that period i realized that whatever time i'm working for it is only the time i'm getting the paid right that was that was one of the reason the other reason the basic reason uh, why i started with this thought of getting into business coaching was uh, when i when i used to work as a free freelancer or the funnel builder or email marketing person at that time i used to try my best to give best results for my clients mm-hmm. right and i realized that advertising is not enough mm-hmm. yes having a good funnel with good messaging good graphics is not enough so people these days i think a lot of people have this myth better revenue equals to better advertising mm-hmm. it's not that you have to basically establish a lot more systems in business you have to basically establish a lot more trust factors you have to warm up your audience in a lot more way you have to nurture them in a lot more way and then if you are sending them the funnel or any kind of advertising suddenly the growth or the uh, the result of the advertising would change from 0 to 70 to 80% at least in fact i have seen that change in my clients when i started consulting them for nurturing people understanding their audience and markets understanding putting the systems in their business and after that running funnels for them suddenly the revenue growth was increased by 70 to 80% which wow. is a crazy increase right yeah so just by implementing those systems it massively mm-hmm. increased the revenue of the the businesses is that right mm-hmm. yes and that's why that's what made me more curious about it why exactly it is working what is market what is customer buyer psychology or yeah. what is uh, all about and that's how i get in depth into it and i personally became a business coach now that's what i teach to people okay i love that so what were some of those first systems that you put in your business um as you started to make that shift from it's just you to now you're you're going and you're being a business owner okay so i would say systems 
that i put in business were basically first of all understanding the market understanding the audience understanding what competition does yeah after that you have to have a system to convert traffic into the leads mm-hmm. yes one of that system is required after that once those leads are there with you now you need a system to nurture them for your product so you have to basically prepare them that something is going to come up mm-hmm. yes after that you need a sales system a sales system basically includes of objection handling system closing system follow up system and all of those things yeah yes after the sales system you again need a trust boosting system because you want to retain those clients right it is as important as getting a new one because how many times you are getting going to get new new clients you should be able to retain your previous clients as well and that's how you can build a sustainable business yeah. so these were some of the basic systems that i definitely installed in my business when i made this shift Okay, awesome. And so then did you start to bring on team members? Did you hire out? Do you have a current team? What did that look like for you? See, right now I have three teams with me. Three team works with works on different systems like that. So, yes, once you're clear with what system you need, once you're clear with what things are need to be done, you are definitely it is easy to allot uh, things to people. It is easy to allot work to those people that what exactly needs to be done right now. Yeah, so who is your first hire? Uh, the first hire of mine. Do you want me to take the name or what? Mm, okay. So. Do you want me to take the name of the person? No, just um, what what role did they fill? So first of all, I hired a virtual assistant with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. This virtual assistant used to do everything that I used to tell them. Every other day, the job role was different because mm-hmm. at that time I was in the process of building systems. So at that time, I just needed help with some other things or some other support or other. uh places where the person has to you know show up sometimes or something yeah. so likewise i started building my team so first one was mm-hmm. virtual assistant and after that i trust started assigning the roles the social media manager the uh, the other operational manager the sales manager and all of these things okay very cool and so then are these people hired on as contractors to you or did you bring them on as actual employees initially i started with contract basis like a freelance yeah. project basis and all that but right, right now i have them as my employees okay It's awesome been two so two years two years okay great so what did that process did the process differ between bringing on an employee versus a con- versus a contractor i think the process only differs wherein uh, so i would suggest this to every person that if you are starting to work with somebody hire them on contract basis invest your time with them a little bit see how the things are going because it is really important if the person is being able to vibe with you or not if mm-hmm. they are able to understand your thought process or not so the ones who were able to understand my thought process the ones who were able to connect with me on higher level the ones who were able to easily understand what i'm trying to convey i turned them into my uh, permanent employees then mm-hmm. so this way things become very easier and smoother for the business Mhm got it. Okay. So looking back now, what advice would you give to somebody who is kind of stuck in that place of being a solopreneur and they're trying to to make that transition to business owner? What advice would you give to somebody in order to get that process started? So the very first thing that a person needs to get started with from getting a transformation from solopreneur to a business person is to install system. Yeah. Yes. you need to start by installing systems and when i say system it does not mean the automation system that's okay. a different term all the way automation systems are required but that could be in the future systems basically is if i want to explain you what system means in very simple words it would be define the customer journey from being a stranger to being an absolute fan of yours 
Mm. So basically that includes from being a traffic to a lead to your client to your retaining client to being somebody who's permanently going to work with you. Yeah. So if you can define that customer journey, what all steps are need to require in that? What are uh, things you the person has to cross from being a stranger to your absolute fan? If you can define that clearly, you can install systems in place for that matter so that everything goes smoothly step by step. Okay, I love that. And so then what are some of those best best practices that you've used to implement these systems in business? I see a lot of people give me the objection of, oh, I don't have the time to sit down and write them, that type of thing, or I can't hire people until I have these. So what are some of those best practices that you've used in order to not just think about the systems, but actually implement them in your business? I think first and foremost thing needs to require is the strategy. Mm-hmm. Yes, you need to understand if your audience is warm, cold, if you have a good audience pool or not, if you have a lot of people in your contacts or not, and how exactly are, we, are you going to take them? Yes, yeah. the strategy basically means what are you going to offer them the next? Are you going to offer them a lead magnet? Are you going to offer them a low ticket product and then move to the high ticket what is your strategy? What is your plan? How many products do you have? And how can you situate them? Can you put them one after the other? Or do you have different stream of the product or what exactly it is? So after understanding what your offer is and what your audience is, it becomes easy to strategize which person should go where. And mm-hmm. then only you're able to you know, put systems in place so that what are the processes for those? Got it. Okay. And so then you did mention like automations. And so when would be the time to start to automate things and how would you leverage technology as a business to really help you with those, those systems now that you have it written out? See, technology and automation are, I think the best gift that someone would have ever given to a business owner. Right. Yes. Employees can understand you to a certain level, but automation will work 24-7 without stop, without break, nothing at all, right? Mm -hmm. The right time to put automation, the right time to put technology in place is when you are sure that you're you're going to continue with this offer. Because what happens, a lot of business owners just start with the idea, they start with the thought, they start putting automation in place, and then they end up saying, okay, I might not be able to do this. There is no point of continuing and doing all of these things, right? When you're sure that your offer is good, it is validated, people are buying it, there's demand for your offer, and you have the budget, go ahead with the technology and automations for sure. Yeah. Okay. So then can you share some insights on how a business can scale their operations, their systems while being maxed out with their current workload? I see this a lot, especially with solopreneurs, right? They are working for money. And so they're like, they're maxed with their clients. They have all these things that they have to do for them. They don't have a team yet. How would they even go about like making time for building out these systems if they're maxed with their current workload? Okay, so building system usually feels like it's a lot to do. Yeah. Right. It feels like, oh, this is something big task to be done. And we procrastinate a lot to do that. I have been a solopreneur myself. So I'm telling you my story here. Right. When I was a solopreneur and my coach asked me to put all the systems in place and all that, I felt like, okay, it's too much to do. I think that's not possible from my end to do and all that. Yeah. But if there is somebody who's giving you a clear direction of what needs to be done, Mm-hmm. You're not looking at the entire staircase, but at just the next step that you want to go on, then yeah. it becomes easier. I think if anybody is giving at least two hours in their day for mm-hmm. building systems or their marketing or their business is more than enough. Yeah. Spending more than two hours in a day for marketing or growing your business 
would not be required if you have good clarity and direction in place. Yeah, and so would you recommend, as far as in order to get good clarity on where you need to start with those systems, you go to a mentor? Do you have any books or resources you would recommend? What would that look like? See, there are tons and tons of resources and books out there, but I think a mentor helps you with what exactly you want. Right? Yeah. A books and videos could be a generic information. They'll give you a generic information on what needs to be done, what need, what not needs to be done. But if you are having a mentor with you, if you are having a one-on-one mentor with you that is holding your hand and taking you through it, things become easier, things become clearer. That is actually one of the investment. But I think in my life, that was the best investment I have made because my mentor took me step by step by step through the entire process and I wasn't procrastinating at all. I wasn't yeah. having this fear of not doing things. I wasn't uh, having imposter syndrome or feeling like I won't be perfect. I won't show up as a good person and all that. So all of these things get avoided. All of these things get, you know, you get things very easier and uh, clarity definitely helps you to do things. Yes. Okay. So on your side of things, since you have worked with businesses, you, you specifically come in and help them put in the sales system. Is that right? Yes. Sales system is one of the systems that I mentioned, but again, there are a lot of systems that need to be put in the place as we discussed. Right. And so does your business specifically focus on the sales system or do you guys do other systems as well? Other systems as well, of course. So um, just putting sales system in place wouldn't help. Yeah. Again, so as I told you, the entire customer journey is required. So mm -hmm. traffic, leads, sales, objections, follow-up, retaining clients, one of those. After this, you definitely require a system to build offers for your clients. Your offer, mm -hmm. you have to, be, have to have an offer ladder. So a lot of business people, what they do is if they sell one service or they sell one offer, they don't have anything else to offer them, mm -hmm. which is meaning that they are losing that client after giving one particular thing which is the mm -hmm. worst thing a business person would do. Yes. If you want a sustainable business, you should have a step-by-step -step offer after that. So a value ladder is really required. So a system for that is important. Uh, putting business models in place. Yeah. Right? Business models are basically that, how exactly are you going to work with? Are you going to work with B2B? Are you going to work with B2C? That means business to business, business to consumer. Yeah. Or can you include both of them somehow? Or right. could you do something that you can, you know, include both of them or... What ways are there to make money? So there are three basic ways uh, to make money. That is either selling low ticket, but to a higher volume, mm -hmm. selling high ticket to a lesser volume to manage, you know, right. number of clients at a time or, and retaining clients. So I think every business should have all three. Mm -hmm. They should also work with low ticket and in a big volume. They should also work with high ticket and in a small volume. So their time is getting managed, but they also must and must have retaining clients because that is the dead end. If you're not yeah. having a retaining client, that is the biggest dead end for a business. Right. And so do you help with systems on retaining as well? Or is, is your systems more focused on the front end side of things? No. So we basically cover every aspect of business that I discussed. Amazing. So we cover the sales also. We cover the uh, offers also. We cover um, business models as well. We cover um, all of these things basically so that a business, I think a business will all only be able to sustain when all of these pillars are in place. Mm -hmm. right? right. It's like yeah. you're riding a bicycle and one of the part of the bicycle is if it's not working, one of the paddle is broken or one of the brakes are not working. Yeah. Then the cycle is going to fall in some way. Right. Yes. So 
just like that a business have to have all of these pillars together to sustainably run for further in the long term business amazing so you probably have worked in a lot of businesses then and so what can you provide any examples of businesses that have successfully implemented these systems to achieve rapid growth like what have they done what lessons can we learn from them would love to just know if you have any examples on that front uh yes i have multiple examples but to make something relatable with everyone i would give an example of a business that everyone would be aware of amazon yeah, yeah. right yep amazon have a lot of systems in their business uh for example you're a stranger right now for amazon you're first time browsing something on amazon mm-hmm. suppose you are looking for a bot- water bottle right mm-hmm. a stainless steel water bottle right suddenly after a while you'll get you'll start getting notifications on different water bottles with different budgets with different designs with different patterns you yeah. start getting emails and all that so that is one of the lead generation system so they have acquired your need and now they are nurturing you for their product mm-hmm. yes right once you have bought the water bottle from them they'll give you some points that you can renew in next purchase mm-hmm. right? right sometimes what happens is if you're buying buying something for $100 they'll give you $5 $6 in your wallet as a redeemable points which you can redeem on the next purchase mm-hmm. right so again they are trying to retain you there yeah that's a retaining system yes yeah. so this way all of the systems they are actually following a i think every successful business out there is following the systems in different ways somebody is doing it on a manual basis someone is doing it on the automation basis yeah. so it depends from the business to business but everyone is following such uh, such systems amazing okay this has been super super helpful and informative so my last question to you is is how can businesses effectively measure and track their growth to ensure that they're on the right path like how do they know they're building the right systems that they're focused on the right things how do they keep track of all that yes uh some of the kpis that i personally focus on are uh, key performance indicators kpis is key performance indicators that i yeah. personally focus on and i teach my clients to focus on mostly are uh the very first one is conversion from traffic to leads mm-hmm. yes how many people were in your traffic zone and how many got converted to the leads mm-hmm. conversion from leads to sales the number of sales that you have got from the number of leads that you had yeah rois and revenue generations profit margins are of course some of them mm-hmm. but uh, there's one more thing called customer lifetime value yeah so if this person is working with you for say around 3 years 4 years or what is the basically value of them lifetime in the in the entire lifetime what value does that customer brings to your business is what customer value indicator is one of that mm. so all of these things uh customer retention rate is definitely important i have spoke about this a lot of times in the entire podcast that retention is important so it is really important to see how many clients you had how many of them you are able to retain mm-hmm. and how many of them are not able to retain as well and why mm-hmm. it's very important to know that that why they were not able to retain then what exact changes you would need to do so right. yes these are some of the kpis i would focus on Awesome. Thank you so much. So I, I truly appreciate all the insight that you've offered today. I know you have a free training to offer all the listeners. Um, we'll definitely include it in the description, but can you tell us a little bit more about the, the free trainings that you have to offer? Yeah. So I basically have my website named scalewithsimran.com. As you said that it is a mentoring program in the bio itself. Uh, it includes a lot of trainings. We add trainings every month on that as well. It includes training on how to create good offers, how to put a closing system in place how to uh, make sure that you are consistently growing in business it has case studies of a lot of my students saying 
how they went from zero to six figures, uh, how they were able to uh, achieve fifty thousand US dollars within two to three months of starting business with me and all that. So a lot of things are there. Case studies are there to understand from somebody else's perspective. Uh, a lot of coaching is there to understand what things need to be done in your business right now, how you are going to grow it, and as well. So I would definitely love if you all are going and checking it out. But I would mostly appreciate if you all are coming back to me and giving the what are the outcomes of the trainings. Basically, I love it when people reach out to me and say these are the outcomes that I'm going to take from this training and apply it to my business. That makes me feel that it is super super valuable for all. Amazing. And where can they, where are other places that they can go to connect with you? If they want to get in contact with you, if they want to see your content, where can they go and uh, find you? So for socials, I am available on uh, Facebook and LinkedIn, Instagram mm -hmm. as, as much as not that active because mostly my work goes with LinkedIn and Facebook. So you yeah. can follow me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Facebook. It's just my name, Simran Vatani, and you all can find me with the name as well. Amazing. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to add before we finish up for today? I think it was great. I think I tried to make uh, a lot of value here. I tried to and make you all understand that what business terms are. It is not that critical. Uh, the very last thing that I would like to mention over here is do not think business is something very difficult to do or a business is something that would require a lot of time or a lot of money or a lot of energy. Trust me, you all can make a lots and lots of money just within a year or two by investing just two to three hours in a day, also enjoying your time with the family. But if you're doing it in the right direction, it is an amazing way to earn money, to impact people, to help your family, to spend your life in the way that you want to. Amazing. Thank you so much. Let's go ahead and cue that outro. Thanks for listening to The Business Shift, where we chat about no-nonsense insights and strategies to help you transform your online business into a successful empire. If you or someone you know is an online business owner and are looking to increase the retention and ascension of their programs and outsource their fulfillment, I would love to connect. You can connect with us at yourclientsuccess.com. Until next time, keep shifting your business towards success.